Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Talking During Movies, a weekly podcast where the conversation is driven by key moments and quotes of the film we are watching. Sometimes our guests have seen the movie and know exactly what's going on, and sometimes they come in and don't have a fucking clue. There are three ways to enjoy the podcast. One, listen. Two, listen and drink with me. Three, listen, drink, and watch the movie. If you want to know in advance what movie we'll be talking over, follow us on Twitter at TalkDuringMovie or follow us on Instagram at TalkingDuringMovies. Want us to talk over your favorite movie? Email us at TalkingDuringMoviesPodcast at gmail.com. Talking During Movies is brought to you by The Experience Firm. Define, design, deliver. The Experience Firm is all about outrageous experiences that build your brand, get get your customers talking, and give you ROI. Simply put, the experience firm does what everyone else is afraid to do. Finally, we are brought to you by Dirty Bills, our home, our, our, our sound engineering marvel. That is, well, you know, you guys talk about it. Anyways, Dirty Bills. It's our official podcast headquarters. It's our studio. It's the place you want to be. It's the place you want to be. For beers, it's the place you want to be for shots, the place you want to be for dancing on the bar, it's the place you want to be for tacky and beautiful decor. It is by far the best dive bar in Austin, Texas, and by far the worst gay bar in Austin, Texas. My co-host, of course, today is Jason Dick. With a shot of Crown Down and a beer in his hand before noon, Jason is excited and ready. And this is one where, I mean, listen, he's a, he's a world-famous comic. And he gets to go toe-to-toe with another world-famous comic. Punching us up today and keeping things fresh and fun is Ophira Eisenberg. Name sound familiar? Yeah. She, she, she's appeared on Comedy Central, VH1, The Today Show, TV Guide, Channel Stand Up, in Stilettos, Fox, E!, CNN, Oxygen Network, The Axis Network, and in Canada, she appeared on uh, CTV's Comedy Now. She's also the host of NPR's and WNYC's New York Weekly Trivia and Game Show, Ask Me Another. And she wrote a book, Screw Everyone, Sleeping My Way to Monogamy. Now, in case you just skip through the intro, we don't cover books. I don't even know if Jason can read. I barely can. Do books on audio. Maybe one day there'll be a sponsor. But until then, we don't. Instead, we go deep in the paint with Kevin Smith, number two out of his trilogy, Yoga Hosers. Yeah, Yoga Hosers. Canadian stereotypes, randomness that is this podcast, and everything Canadian. That's what it's all about. So, enjoy the podcast, and uh, why don't you try something different today and be Canadian pleasant. Fear Eisenberg, everyone. Hi. Hello. 
Hi. How are you? I mean, I'm, I think I'm better than you are, quite honestly. You're stuck in a, in a dark, dirty bar with Jason Dick and I. Jason, welcome. Hey, what's up? How's it going, man? We've oh, never man. I've never done this three across in the booth here at Dirty Bills. How do you feel about it? So far, so good. Honestly, I'm just trying to be respectful of your space. Like, I, she doesn't know me. Gigantic redheaded man to her right. She's a nice Canadian. I'm like, don't. I don't want to ruin her Texas experience. So, are you okay? Is I love. I come in. I come in just with dignity. Nobody just, knows anything. Nobody do knows you? it. Yeah. You've got a Bud Light. I've got a Coors Original. She went Texas. Dallas blonde. God I bless know, her. I don't get nice. this. I don't get this in New York. Gonna crack one open just so everyone knows we're on cue here. So now, just so everyone has some insight into how we've upped our game, and this is really oh. this—I'm just reading this just for you and I. Okay. I mean, she knows it, right? So, Comedy Central, VH1, The Today Show, TV Guide's channel on stand-up and silhouettes, Fox, E, CNN, Oxygen Network, Access <laughs> Network, back in Canada. Yeah. Sure. And does NPR? Ask me another. Holy oh, shit. and has written a book. Called Screw Everyone. Sleeping My Way to Monogamy. Asleep. Sleeping My Way to Monogamy. I would, man, can I just steal that and wear that t shirt and just show my wife? I'm just, I'm sleeping my way to monogamy. Yeah, it takes time. Jason Dick, this is a tattoo for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is this is where you win right here. I would have gotten so many comedy tattoos if I wasn't a pussy. Like if I, if I wasn't so. I have three three tattoos and I'm so averse to pain. I'm like I can't do anymore. I can't. I just. That's, you went for three even though you don't like pain. Yeah, that's I was like good. that's that's, that's a good. hilarious joke, but I'm not I'm not in I'm not invested enough to go through it. Not invested. So we've. I mean, I stepped my game up when you come aboard. As a man who got beat up by I think a real estate agent this morning. What what happened? What happened? Hang on. When? What's the Instagram post I saw where you assumed someone's gender that beat you? The weather girl? That's what uh, I think you called her? You I, son my, of a bitch. My, uh, my radio show was nominated for Personality of the Year in Austin, and we lost to a traffic girl. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I say traffic, traffic girl. First she, of all, let's not assume her gender. We don't know who he or she is. I know, I know her. She's a very nice lady. Okay. A girl. A traffic girl. And in fact, she now hosts her own show. Perhaps that was a little derogatory on my part, but she started as the traffic girl, and so yeah, I I just Instagrammed that we were beaten by the traffic girl, and uh, my <laughs> my boss kind of he actually reached out to me. He's like, "Hey man, I know you're being funny, but don't don't start beefs." I was like, "What?" He's like, start beefs. Like you called her the traffic girl. I was like, "That's disrespectful to the traffic people." I think that's a very <laughs> important position to hold. Why? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't no, call her a bad no. name by calling her the traffic girl. Wrong Unlike, time. Wrong, wrong time. time. Uh, Unlike wrong the weather time. guy who can be wrong, the traffic person is always right when they go, it's going to take you an hour. <laughs> That's right. Here's the bad news. Fucking relax. All right. You should have left earlier, but you're lazy and you wanted the oatmeal. You're a piece of shit. Get stuck in traffic. Wow. And if you crave oatmeal, you got a lot more problems. You got a lot mm, more problems, right? You're oh, trying to get regular. <laughs> It's just what happens. So we are today, we're going to watch, and I don't think either one of you have seen it. In fact, no, Mary, you know told I me have you not. haven't seen it. Yoga <coughs> Hosers. So for as many people um, confuse this with just me drinking and watching movies all day long, I do some research. You are Canadian. I am Canadian. But you live in the U.S. I live in the U.S. now. You're just married. Just on a green card. Just on a green card. That's right. We're going to stop that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to put a quick halt to yeah, that one. All right. Um, I've got an anchor baby. You, you've so got an luck. anchor baby, so good. I like that. <laughs> you get to stay forever, right? 
Well, you have a baby here? I think it's just less paperwork uh, still I don't to know keep me up, but the baby is. I like, I like less paperwork, but a child. <laughs> yeah. So where all you fucking natives are like, I can't believe she's got a... And listen, she had a kid. Calm down. Unless you've raised a child and know what it's like to be with... A two-year-old, three-year-old? Two-year-old. Two-year-old, yeah. Fuck right off. She's earned it, okay? <laughs> Give her a goddamn flag and let her hang out. So we're going to watch Yoga Hosers. We're at 15 seconds, so I'm going to hit Whoa. play here. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. For those of you who don't know, Yoga Hosers is a wonderful I mean, Check it out. Wow. It's a is... Kevin Smith production, uh, and it is about some young women that are in a band in Canada that also manage a convenience store, kind of like a 7-Eleven, mm -hmm. and they, that A to Z, That's A being Canadian. Right, A to Z, because we don't say Z, we say Z. Z. Jason Dick deals with that. You have a friend who yeah, says Z. Yeah, uh, she's the worst. Uh, she's no, <laughs> my morning show co-host is uh, from England. And they and say Z too. Yeah, she just this morning, I don't remember what she was explaining, but she was like, blah, 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 X, Y, Z. And then I'm like, what, wait, what? Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. What are you talking about? So yeah. it brings me, let's just, All we're right, going to yeah. jump right into this. Um, we have Canadian, Canadian stereotypes. Yes. <laughs> there are so many. Like that There are so many. A. So, and we're going to see this in the film as you guys are watching these young women <laughs> sing. Um, and we're going to have, let's go over a couple ones. Sure. Maple syrup. Yeah. Do you really love maple syrup? What's going on? Okay, well, first of all, who doesn't love maple syrup? Second of all, it, now I would, I'm going to say this right now. The majority of the Canadian stereotypes are from part of Canada, not all of Canada. I grew up on the west side of Canada. Oh, Calgary? Different, Vancouver, Calgary. represent. Ca Vancouver is the French Man, one. I'm you so are good correct. at geography. But, right, the maple syrup thing is truly, as it would be in the States, that is part of Quebec and Ontario because that's the region that has the big maple trees and the tapping and whatever. So the ma no one in Calgary is selling maple syrup from Alberta. Get too many I'm goddamn cowboys. That's I right. Mean, the, the Calgary the stampede. Prairies. Exactly. So, I used to drive to Calgary and party there when I was 18. No way. Oh, yeah. I lived in Whitefish, Montana. I was 60 oh, miles yeah. away from the border. I would just shoot right up. Okay, so we used to go to Whitefish to go to the um, water slide. Big Sky Water Slides in Columbia <laughs> Falls, young lady. In Columbia okay, Falls. Okay, sorry. Where uh, the barriers are made of cement. So when you come down part of the water slide and land in the oh. pool, that's cement. Yeah. Because they're made tougher in Montana. They're probably padded here in Austin, you know, right. because of brain trauma, yeah. CTA, CTE, and <laughs> deaths. But there, 100%. So, one, maple syrup, not everywhere, but who doesn't love maple syrup? Sure. Hockey. Hockey is, I, I mean, is, that's everywhere. Better, bigger than the CFL? Oh, yeah. In Canadian football league? <laughs> oh, yeah. although, I've got to ask. Although, I have to say, my father had uh, season's tickets to the Calgary Stampeder Games. And even is that as a, CFL? That is CFL. And as a See, young I'm a child, Saskatchewan Rough Rider. Oh, guy, yeah, so. right. That was, that was a, uh, the rival. That's and the we only would one sit through these really games <laughs> in the middle of winter. In the middle of winter? Yeah. Which it's almost like you look at my notes. Let's talk about it. Really bad winters. <laughs> really bad winters. I, I would say, yeah, the Montreal winters, I think, are the hardest. Is that because they're also French Canadian winters? <laughs> just because they're <laughs> just, harsh. Just because yeah. you've got uh, to deal with the French Canadians? It does? Uh, no, it is the dampness. It is the dampness of the oh. humidity. So the, the ah, yeah, the, I feel like the prairie winters, although cold, it, that sort of dryness. It's a, you know how they say a dry heat? Yeah. yeah oh, a yeah. dry cold, much better. I, dry, hate, I hate the dry heat argument. 
So it's hilarious. Of, of course, we it's are hot, right? recording this in Austin, Texas, where it's a wet heat or a wet-ish heat. Yeah. It's humid here. People, I uh, am a frequenter of Las Vegas, and it'll be 113 degrees, and they'll be like, oh, it's a dry heat. That's I'm right. like, it's 113. I need three outfits a day. I was yeah. like, yeah. even just walking to the, you know, out to the valet or to the cab stand, I'm, I'm like, well, that one's done. That I don't care what unit over. of temperature you and use so, after yeah. 40, it's all the same. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> It's so horrible. Can you explain sorry, not sorry? Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> no, not sorry. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is going on? You know what? I still kind of... Are you like, sorry or not sorry? Okay, listen. There's a thing, and I feel like Americans need to understand this. If you say to me, last week I broke up with my girlfriend, and I say to you, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. What I am saying to you, and then people often go, it's not your fault. Then you don't understand what I'm saying. The Canadian way is that I am empathetic. I am sorry for you ever having to go through something bad. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But um, now we're wising up because everyone's like, oh, you guys are apologizing for everything. So now okay. it's become sorry. Not, not sorry. sorry. I like it. Uh, we have in Texas here, and I think I, I, I you, you asked me about tacos, so I told you about torchies. Yes. We also got Whataburger. You guys have a little thing called Timmy Hortons? Tim Hortons. <laughs> Timmy. Tim Hortons. <laughs> I, I, I like him by his junior name, Timmy. <laughs> right, right. Billy Idol, Timmy Hortons. Okay. Uh, ah, you're with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we're good. Yeah, somewhere. okay. Tim Hortons. Yeah, Tim Hortons is it's very funny, right? That is that is a thing. It's a it is people here love Dunkin' Donuts coffee, right? Yep. Isn't that a thing? Uh, like, not probably. here. East not Coast, here. New York, Boston. People are, are Boston. Are Dunkin' Donuts people. Yeah. Th- those are those people. We are um, we uh, ship these donuts, people. We, we have a ship higher this. class of donuts or voodoo. I don't even want to get deep on donuts, but I'm a Round Rock Donuts guy. You're, oh, that, well, that also donuts says a donut the size of this table, which yeah. seems crowded until you see a donut the size of this table, and then it's impressive. Just yeah. want to point out to the movie that they had a magazine called Them, clearly, because yeah, they, <laughs> they couldn't get the rights to us. No, so this is, by the way, this is a scene throughout this movie. They've got Pucky Charms. They've got cheery A's, not Cheerios. Cheerios. They've got them. There's a lot of things that they do in this movie because it was either we couldn't, we didn't want to pay for the rights, we're too fucking cheap, or we're just going to make it's, this it's a gross a Canadian parody. Stereotype yeah. on every level. Um, yeah, so Tim, Timmy Horton's Donut, Tim Horton's Donuts, I got to say, I think their coffee's fine. There's a way of ordering coffee, which I think is probably exploited in this movie, where if you order a coffee, I don't know, let's say you like uh, two milks and two sugars, two creams and two sugars. Uh-huh. Here, I think you say light and sweet. Uh, in If you go to Tim Hortons, it's well known that you say, I'd like a double-double. A double-double. Mm. Which, if that, if you're doing that, then you're in and out, and you're getting a double-double. Two <laughs> burgers. Yeah. Two Jeez. pieces of cheese. Are there, is in and out in Canada yet? No, no, in and out. Yeah. We're just in. People go. People go nuts about that. <laughs> what is what is poutine? <laughs> poutine. First of all, sounds is like poutine a, a Canadian thing. It's I a, thought I thought it's Midwest. It's no, Quebec. It's Quebec. Oh, okay. It's Quebec. It's, it's Canadian. Uh, and it's sort of like I over. honestly think, even though it's other places, you know, it's kind of like having a um, a, a Philly steak uh, in. I don't know, Toledo. Like, man, it's not going to get the best one, right? right? Okay. So I think if you have poutine, personally, outside of Quebec, you're not really having the best version. But poutine is not that hard to make. It is fries with gravy and somewhat melted cheese curds. Grated cheese? Incorrect. Mm. Punks of cheese? Also mm-hmm. wrong. Cheese curds. curds. 
Cheese which, curds. Which, are, by the way, what's yeah. our what's our place uh, south on? Uh, what south, is our place? Uh, Black Sheep Lodge. Yeah, Black Sheep. I, yeah, they did the cheese curds pretty good. Uh, the proprietors mm. of Black Sheep also haymaker. Uh, <laughs> yes. They do poutine, mm. and that's oh. what they're they're good Midwest boys. That's why I thought that those were uh, that's where I came from. Because yeah, cheese curds. When I when you say cheese curds, I say Wisconsin. Exactly. I've had real Wisconsin cheese curds. That's the shit right there. Yeah. So get back big on the cheese curds too. Now, also, if you eat poutine before 2 a.m., you're doing it wrong. There is a point. <laughs> now, your... now you're talking Jason Dick's language. <laughs> yeah. Right now you're yeah, preaching to you're... the choir right now. He is taking notes <laughs> on how he's been doing it right for so many years. Right. This is how every bar night should end. You make a, a choice poutine? around 2 a.m. where you go to the person that you were with potentially romantically what have you, you go do we want to have sex tonight or do we want poutine that's and a that's can't, a toss you can't mash them up you can't <laughs> do both you can't do both and you can definitely only do one unlike where you can have both have cigarette breath you both can't do uh, poutine and sex no and oh, sometimes no. poutine is the is the right choice so now i'm going to leave here's the toss up you decide which one you want to talk about and you've cracked one open love of beer or a Beer or egg. egg. So, you know. Because <laughs> it's called an eh to Z. The eh, right. Yeah, I don't. I don't. So I don't say it's A. Uh, I didn't grow up saying A, I think. It's possible. Okay. Uh, love of beer, though. I will say, I will say this. You know, there is a very common Canadian joke mm-hmm. about American beer. It, obviously, American beer has uh, really upped its game with our microbreweries and all that in the last couple decades. And delicious Bud Light. And Bud Light. <laughs> delicious. But the joke is what? Sponsoring Jason. What does fucking in a canoe and American beer have in common? Pretty close to water, young lady. That's right. Pretty close to oh, water. Oh, I did it wrong. What's having sex in a canoe? Knew and I did the joke wrong. Anyway, you no, you, got you it. did. You did it right. All right. So uh, yeah. I just knew it. But yeah, Canadians take their beer very seriously, and it's not old Molson, although Molson is a fine choice. I like Molson ice. <laughs> I like that eight percent Molson ice. I like to really. I know. Race well, it that's up. right. It's the percentage of of alcohol in the beers is very high. I love it. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Uh, here, you know, like I mean, J- Jason Dick can can drink the light beer because then he follows it up with a crown. I keep yeah. up by just doing uh, Fire Eagles, which are like a local Austin brewery here, mm-hmm. which is seven and a half percent. Or, you know, if uh, we, we just did a thing with Paul O'Brien and very kind of him to come in. And so I've got a, a Coors Original to kind of ease in <laughs> ease into this one. A Coors Original Tall Boy, I mind you. your beer journey. <laughs> My beer <laughs> journey is eclectic at the very least. I like to buy uh, the book for the cover. So yeah. I've had a lot of Dallas Blonde just because I think nice. it's a it's a, it's a fun thing. It's a light um, beer. Like you, by the way, hard, hard left turn here. I know Jason is a, is a great practitioner of, but have you tried yoga? I have tried yoga. <laughs> I have, I'm not a great practitioner of it either. Yeah. Uh, what, was, what's your so there 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 are certain yoga names right, and we've got and there's the regular yoga, which is I think we just call it yoga. There's <laughs> Restorative, which I don't quite understand. There's yin. Yeah. There's vinyasa. Sure. There's kundalini. Yeah. There's hatha and there's hot yoga. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which yoga did you do? So I am very bad at yoga. Uh, so my favorite yoga to do is uh, hatha yoga. Actually, the yoga I liked the most was prenatal because that is zero expectations and you can't really do anything. I would lie and just keep going to prenatal yoga and just be always like, I'm six weeks. 
just to be able to do that class again. <laughs> Why was that so much fun for you? I'm, I'm very uh, curious. Just because it's easy. I'm really bad at it. I'm not very flexible. Yoga is good for, for some people and for the rest of us. It's super, super hard. And when it's hard, it's annoying. Yeah. So hang on. I might have been lied to about yoga. I've only done it a handful of times. But every time I, I'm like, God, I'm so terrible at this. And the very nice hippie man leading the group says, oh, there's no being bad at yoga. Yes, there is. Have you looked around the class? <laughs> no, they're all looking at me. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what, what? Am I doing something? Oh, okay. So Hatha is and restorative. Well, yeah, please talk about Hatha and restorative because yeah. you seem to know about this. Well, those are like the, the I, I just look in terms of ones. I go to for any yoga class that says good for people with injuries. Like I really want like the <laughs> low key remedial, perhaps good mm -hmm. for like eighty year olds with injuries um, because it's it's very very hard. The the Bikram where you do it in in super heat. That's yeah, what I, I did the thirty day challenge of Bikram. Okay. Because you're an angry you man. You did it every day for 30 days? <laughs> every day for 30 days. And? I gained seven pounds. What? <laughs> well, let's this see. This guy, uh, you're going to have to understand. <laughs> he, he's born on another planet. He alleges he's never been hungover. Bullshit. Right. Never right. have. I First of all, I never have. Bullshit. I don't, I don't believe that. You don't wake second. up when I wake up. <laughs> if you want to, we can have some fun. Uh, what time yeah. do you wake up? At 5 a.m. What time do you go to bed? 11? 4 a.m. I'm telling you, he's an alien, okay? okay he's right, either an alien or a fucking liar, okay? We're going to go with, oh, with a practitioner of hot yoga for 30 days. I've mastered my chi. I was I was taking care of a home in Huntington Beach, California. and had a pool. Yeah. And I was single. And the owners were gone for the summer. And I was taking care of the home and their dogs. And there was this thing. is a 30-day hot yoga challenge. If you make all 30 days, we give you 50% of whatever you paid back. I'm like, I'm a thousand percent I love in. it. Okay. Motivation. Motivation. I did it. And then at the end, everyone's dripping sweat. And there were some that were true yogis and they were they were in there for it. And they had their, their little signs on the back to, to prenatal and all that. They're like, I also, I just want to give my breast milk away because I just produced so much. Oh my goodness. So they're like, they're, they're like, they've got the, the bumper sticker that says, I love hot yoga. And then right next to it says, I'm a breast milk farm. And that's what they did. And so I knew wow. not to invite them. But then the other girls... Uh, I would invite back. It's like no better way to close out yoga than eh, no, a little pool time. Yeah. But I was uh, yeah. sponsored by a bar. And so the bar would show up and we would just drink and eat. So anything I burned in hot yoga, I, I put on 10x. Uh, and, I, and I loved it. I mean, I, I had a great time. Which, But it got me to an idea, which I still haven't done yet. And if you're out there and you want to do it, by all means, just take this. I'm not going to fucking do it. I want to do a thing during Boss's Day, yoga for CEOs. Learn to kiss your own ass. <laughs> See, I like it. I think there's a, like, you quit your job on Boss's Day and you give them this old shitty DVD that they're going to put in the side of their Dell computer. Like, it's like, step one, let's talk about finding our ass. Step two, can you see your ass? Can you without a mirror? And then step three, kiss your own ass. <laughs> Fuck right off. You're a dick. That's your challenge. That's your challenge. Hey, Natasha Leone. Natasha Leone is in this. She's is that great. Orange is the new black girl? Yes, that's okay. right. Yes, it is. Look right. at her. And she's an A to Z manager. She manages A to Z, sir. She is uh, fantastic. That woman has, has some indie cred like nobody. I mean, Orange is the New Black, obviously, that was a, a huge hit. But she was in so many great indie films uh, and very interesting projects. And yeah, she always plays... She plays it out well. She plays it out well. She's kind of a unique... She's got interesting dirty talk in this film. Yeah. So she is, she's the girlfriend 
soon to be wife, I guess, the police are coming for us. Um, in this uh, in this film, with the with the dad who owns all the A to Zs, and uh, she's gonna she's gonna ask him. She's gonna be like, hey. And I, I bring this up because Jason Dick, uh, you know, and, and, and to you, Ophira, well, let, let's, let's talk more about Dick Man here because mm-hmm. I don't want to make you feel too uncomfortable. But um, dirty talk. <laughs> Her dirty talk is, hey, do you want to ride the Ferris wheel? Hey, do you want to go ahead and jump in the bounce house? <laughs> ah, ah. I mean, I don't. Sort of infantilizing. Infantilizing a little bit, right? And he's like, listen, I'll be right back. I'm going to go talk to her. Right. Uh, his daughters, because they or his daughter, who's to the to the right, I forget. And her. both of their names are Colleen. I Colleen, think. yes, right. they're both Colleens. But she's just like, "Hey, Dad, leave the door open," and he he abides by it. He's like, "Listen, I gotta leave the door open. Like this is just how it kind of works." She's like, "Close the fucking door." Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I can't close the door. I'm gonna leave it open because I'm a, I'm a gentleman and it's my daughter. Which brings me to a bigger question, which Jason, you can answer, and you can, and, and I believe Great. I can. I feel like this is an etiquette question. Etiquette, yeah. It, it really is. Um, how have your kids killed, or derailed, or impacted intimate moments with your husband? <laughs> okay, I only have one. You only have one. I only have one child. I, that's a, that. The one child could be. Uh, 900 different times. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and who is right, 2.4 years old. So it's just beginning my world of oh, having a child. <laughs> so he wait. can't get out of his room yet. But I will tell you, like, the most honest way it impacts is that you're so focused on trying to, like, get everything back together in your life after it's been destroyed that when it hits 8 o'clock <laughs> and you have a second, you're like, I just want to, like, relax <laughs> or I go do a show. So yeah, you, you, you have like, moments, right? You don't have time anymore. You have moments. You have moments. <laughs> you have like, moments. Yeah. yeah, right now I'm like, we lovingly glance at each other and we're like, wow, that was great. That was great, honey. <laughs> honey, I just want to let you know, emotionally, I just had an orgasm. Magic and I feel better about it. I mean, yeah. I, I had Harper, She's my, my daughter is four, almost five now. And she walked in on my wife and I. And because... I have, I have such a closer, I have a very close bond with my daughter and she spends a lot of time. I know there's a, there's a Ragger. light thing in here. I'm Ragger. going to climb up here. You guys are going to start talking. I'm going to climb oh, okay. up here for this story. I'm going to try to turn this thing off. I've tried twice now. Um, you think it's on the podcast? Do the people hear that? I can kill 60 megahertz below. So Come to try. Dirty Bills in Austin, Texas where they have slight noises that will drive you insane. <laughs> you won't even notice what is happening, but you're like, why the fuck do I want to kill It's like the celebration right of now? Christmas. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Eastern Christmas had a light baby and it's chiming in her ears. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So she walked in and she goes, Mom, why are you crowding my dad like that? Get off Crowding? Him. Crowding? She's like, why are you so close to my dad? I mean, get away from him. What's your problem? And she's like, uh, can you just go to your room? We'll be right there. And she's like, no, get off my dad. What are you doing? It's interesting uh. that she refers to you as my dad to her own mother. Yeah, no, no, yeah, 100%. I gotta my, say, my, my kid's possessive as fuck. My uh, my child embarrassed me recently in the uh, airport the bathroom because I, you know, he's we're potty training. Here's some great conversation. Uh-oh. We are potty training and I took this child into the bathroom with me at an airport in Vancouver and he very loudly said, because I guess I accidentally scratched his leg against something, he said, I'm going to tell my dad that you hurt me. And I was like, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I'm gonna tell. <laughs> I thought I'd be like, "Hey, everybody! I know the dad. The dad is with the husband, yeah. and I didn't mean like I'm not stealing a baby." I'm trying to think now because that's a. I mean, obviously, you have to take your son into the ladies' room. Yeah. Uh, 
although it's 2018, bathrooms are for everybody. You guys do whatever you want. Uh, but <laughs> I was not in LA, I'm trying sir. to think. I was, raised, I was raised by my, basically just by my mom. I don't know if she ever took me into a lady's room. I don't know. I think she was just like, hey, stay here. I'm going to go in there. If you're still here when I come back, that'll be fine. You, if, you, if you have to use the restroom, you follow that janitor in there. <laughs> you let him help you any way you can. Yeah. yeah. You've got different parts. Uh, I don't have any children, but I have that two, you know of. two roommates, uh, which is a oh is my God, definitely that's like seven children. That's a sign of success for a 36 year old man who has two roommates. Uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> It is definitely, especially we, we moved to a new house two years ago, and you could just hear everything everywhere in the house. And so every occasionally, every nine months, when I trick one of them to, to coming back to my house, if she's a loud one, I'm like, this, no, you can't, you can't. I'm like, <laughs> Hold on, you're not celebrating the moment? Um, you're not telling her, wake my roommates up? Right. No, Let I don't know. Let them know. I don't, Let them know I'm getting it, laid. Maybe I'm too courteous a roommate, but no, I don't. I don't well, I you're don't the homeowner. Like, like, it goes past yeah. courteous, and it goes into, like, I don't know why you're not just celebrating a moment. Yeah. I guess I maybe maybe I should go for it. Maybe, if, but hey, if, if he doesn't dig that, then it doesn't work for him. Then That's you know true. what I'm talking about? That's true. Yep. I'm trying to... I'm trying to talk she's, about she's saving you right now. She's yeah. trying to talk about performance. I'd like to point out that they're a Terry Fox school named after Terry Fox. That is, I mean, uh, that's a Canadian moment again. That's a Canadian moment. Little here's a little piece yeah. of trivia for my Canadian fans out there, if there are any. Uh, the 1988 Calgary Winter Olympics. Terry Fox uh, was the torch, the Olympic torchbearer that came in for the uh, final run to light the torch. Ooh. Important moment in my life. I was a young girl, but I was in a part of a ballet um, dance team that ended up dancing in the opening ceremonies of the 19th. Wow. Danced in the Olympics. Olympics. Opening ceremonies. That's not on your Wikipedia, young lady. We need to <laughs> yeah. change that. Jason went through your whole laundry list of credits there. There's nothing about the 1988 Olympics. I know. I don't. Who, how do you edit Wiki? Anyways, that's another podcast. I mean, that's another podcast. <laughs> now, did they drug test you? Um, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> this ballet really troop is weird real good. 11 year old drug test. <laughs> Just be in this cup. I'm so, what, what's going on? Pretty sure in a Fedrin, you're 12 and you're ballet and you've got an A in algebra. <laughs> sucking on something. On. Okay? Yeah. You stop your nonsense. <laughs> so, what, one of the other themes in, the, in this movie, and, uh, you know, as, as we all sit around, actually, you don't. You're, you're amazing. Your smartphone is not out. Oh, Jason yeah. Dick regularly texts, gets uh, on yeah. Instagram. He I have, goes after I have business to do. Uh, he's got business. business he's got a real job. Stop. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's got. He's got. A, he's got an adult job. I do have someone who pays me money. I don't know if it's a real job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't have a real job. We yeah. don't. We don't know what Jason I do. Jason definitely doesn't have a real job. No, I don't. Jefferson definitely does not work real. I, I hang out and drink and, and and do things and. And then, I mean, you have a real job. You have multiple real jobs. I feel like I have too many jobs. You feel like you have too many. We're going to keep bouncing around here. We, um, so what you'll find is that I'm, I keep bouncing around here because we have bad internet here in, um, in the Dirty Bills. But, but that's why we have these conversations, so that people who are keeping up, it just keeps resuming and going on. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, so one... Your real job, fake job? Real job, fake job is, 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 is just... In, it, bills get paid. It, that's all that really matters. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, as, as uh, Terry Fox preparatory and everything else that's happening, how did you see, uh, uh, Fear, we'll start with you here, how did you see high school gym? 
high school gym. Um, I was it your gym or were, you know what? The, I mean, you're in ballet. It seems like you're an athlete. So I was I was pretty um, athletic, but all of my friends were not, and so I felt this great amount of pressure to not be athletic because I wanted to really? be in with my friends. But I, because I took ballet, I did have, like, I was pretty athletic mm -hmm. and I was pretty good at basketball. I mean, you know, sure. for whatever that meant. Because uh, I could jump, because I could jump. That was like something. And I could run. I could hey. sprint, but I could run. And we did, I remember doing like the weightlifting. We did like a weightlifting. Like your uh, your thing. school had weightlifting? They, we, had a, we had a weight thing. Yeah, I went to a school that was a very you athletic were school. <laughs> They're just trying to build like the I perfect very like, athletic school. Los uh, Madonias, have you seen her lift the weights? And I won like the weightlifting thing. But I always, I, I would downplay it all the time and, and do all the other things that the other girls wanted to do. Like there was. You, you know, you try to pretend you got sick or that you, you know, so you could skip yeah. gym. Canada really is the bizarro U.S. Because, like, <laughs> here, you have to, if, you, if you're bad at sports, you have to be like, oh, well, it's, you know, I had a hamstring injury that day. It's like, no, I can totally lift that, man. I totally do that. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, and by the way, would your sister be different? And she's a weightlifter My in Canada knowing that there's weightlifting going on in junior high. <laughs> I don't because know. your sister, didn't she win some My awards? sister is, um, Ophira, my sister is a... Uh, Competitive weightlifter? She is a, yeah. I'm, I'm trying, I, don't, I don't want to fuck it up. She's like a U.S. record holder power lifter. Uh, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what Ophira did at fifth grade. <laughs> like Americans yeah. are doing now. Today. Yeah. And uh, no, we're very proud of her, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I always, I go to her, her events and it's, you know, there's like, you know, a million people and they're all excited. And she, it's a, they treat it like it's a real sporting event. And I don't want to say that it's not, but they go out and she grabs this bar and goes, changing. And then drops it, and yes. that's the end of the event. Yeah. And I'm like, that was uh, that was unbelievable. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was tremendous. Do they do any of the kind of posing with the? Um, she she's done that before. She's not a bodybuilder right, necessarily. Right. She's that's entered what I some of that's she's what I entered some of those contests, but yeah. no, uh, she's in just in the in the pits Power with just level. like it's all whatever the number is, whatever number you can throw up there. And yeah, she's challenged me several times. She's like, I can lift more than you, brother. And I'm like, that's great. Uh, the, all of your bones, your spine is going to just be good dog shit when you're 40. So <laughs> please. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. that to look forward to. Mm -hmm. there's, there's all those fun things, right? Here, I'll volunteer you a uh, high school gym story that I've never told before. Okay. Oh, oh, in all of my alert. varieties of, of different broadcasting mediums. I was the guy in ninth grade who got a little erect in the shower one time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just after football. I love the term, by the way, a little... <laughs> yes, I was not like... Look. Please, someone name their By the way, the by the way, there's two times this is bad. One, when you're trying to get laid, and two, when you're in the boy's shower with everyone else. Okay, look. And she's like... I can only get you a little erect. I'm just, and the I'm, guys are like, Jesus Christ, he's a little erect. I'm saying I wasn't <laughs> like... Never good? Never like, good. I, I wasn't like 100% Cheryl Teague's poster erect, okay? I was just like... 
<laughs> just like a little <laughs> look here you're 14 years old i'm rubbing soap on my body it's just i was like just like a little you've masturbated so much in the shower that when it rains you get a hard on uh, and you you see curtain. you see uh, dove soap and you're like jesus christ wait a minute hold on a second uh, i know where that dove's been but <laughs> I, I tried to like so i pa- obviously i panicked obviously i super panic uh where do you turn was it a group shower yeah, oh yeah, yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. weird you. Does that those... still happen today? Like in I the, I, I don't believe it can. In the, yeah, in I the, believe it's illegal. The mid '90s, the showering, like it was, it was almost, it was like a concentration camp in there. Yeah. Yes. It was just like forty naked dudes huddled around one source of water, and uh, I, I imagine that doesn't fly. In, in no, these there's days. no way it does. But as, uh, we, as we're on the Canadian Nazi part of the show, so yes, we are. are. But I, uh, I remember I started to panic, and I was like, oh shit, what do I do, Grandma? I'll think of grandma I'll think of something make it go away and it, i again i don't think that it was i'm just gonna say it was just a little bit uh and i was like that's cool nobody noticed because we're not looking at each other's dicks in here everything's fine and then the next day my best friend on the football team he's like hey heard you got a bar in the shower yesterday <laughs> <laughs> and i said no no and i was like why are you no, looking no. why are you looking dude why you looking? Is this not also? <laughs> is this not also your time to be like? If you thought that was an erection, <laughs> if you I thought wish. that was, I was not. I, I was wait not till so you see it when the balloon's actually blown up. Yeah. Oh, hey, but hey, how about just medium? How, how about just medium? Medium erect. I mean, this was. <laughs> this was little erect. Then there's medium little, erect. Yeah. Now and then next there's just. Erect. And then there's extra large, and this is just how we work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have one of those. Stories. I'm sorry. Um, to, I can't save you from that. Um, no, that's just, yeah, you'll have to live with that shame that, forever. Clearly, you're okay with it. That's that, Ralph Garman. Is that, oh, I was going to say, is that I See Dead People? Well, I'm not watching the movie at all today, by the no, way, guys. Don't I worry apologize. About it. it's, it's all good. I mean, this is the beauty of the program. So It is, the, right? I mean, that's Ralph Garman. Yeah, no, Ralph no, no, Garman. No, Haley Joel Osment. Oh, Haley Joel Osment. Yes, I'm sorry. That is And Haley this Joel is this Osmond. idea that there were, uh, this is clearly supposed to be in Quebec and that there were Nazis in Quebec. And I, we've got to think that Canada's too nice for Nazis, right? You know, I, I someone can fact check me on this, but I don't ever remember hearing about a, a Nazi movement at all in Canada. My mother grew up. Here's a little. Here's a little sad, fun thing. My mother grew up in uh, World War II Holland. Oh, where there were definitely Nazis. Matter of fact, they took away yeah, real Nazis. Uh, her father and their radios and a lot of their goods, and uh, they had to wash their hair, as my mother says, in gasoline because at least it killed and the I lice. I shouldn't have done that shower so... concentration camp thing. <laughs> you're, you're regretting that, aren't you? Now, that was, that was not... to be fair, my mother was actually raised Catholic and converted. So oh, okay. it was uh, the Nazis didn't. They were. It, they, they. And she got took, the worst of They were girls, occupied. So. They occupied yeah. her. Her. Um, the town. Uh, that's just the way it was. But she now lives in Canada. She has many friends that her, are her same age. And when she talked to them about World War II, where she remembers bombs falling from the sky and the fact that they had to wash their hair with gasoline and that soldiers would steal sugar and put it in their pants and so they would pick the, the pockets of the sugar for their coffee because it was such a luxury item, her friends were like, we remember going to dances. <laughs> Maple so, syrup. So I'm not sure there were Nazis Yoga. in Canada. Exactly. Beer. <laughs> Did I mention this the maple is syrup? How it happens. Fucking bait. You know how we get rid of. You know how we get rid of lice in Canada. Maple syrup. We wash our hair in sugar. And then we lick Simple each other dry. Fucking luxuries. 
There yeah. you go. I'm just putting a little context into this fun movie. Well, a little context into this fun movie, which is that, I mean, Kevin Smith, good for you on, on making a movie about how Canadians so hated Nazis that they had to create an underground bunker underneath a convenience store <laughs> yes. to hide themselves to only build a breed of sausage bratwurst to attack people. And oddly enough, they only kill them through their ass. Ah, Excuse well, me? that's what Yeah, so the bratwurst can only kill you if it actually enters you through your ass. Okay, so that's the point when uh, it does get historical. That's when it gets, that's when it gets actually, <laughs> that's where right. he chimes in on history's mysteries. <laughs> he goes, you know, we've, we've got something here. <laughs> this is how Hitler wanted to die, through his ass. He and shot himself, but that's how he wanted to This die. is the second movie in a trilogy by Kevin Smith, P.S., is it real? Yes. So, yeah, t- uh, go ahead. Tell me more about that because so there are about the parts trilogy. of this that I recognize that uh, is is Tusk in this wheel- yes, world? Yes, that's the first one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have not I, seen it. I thought I, I thought I knew the eh to Z thing. Kevin Smith. Here, let's just talk about Kevin Smith sure. and, and his catalog for a second because I like Kevin Smith and I think he's, I think he's a genius in many regards. Tusk, uh, I, I guess... I shouldn't spoil any. Do we? What's our spoiler rules here? You have not seen it, Ophir. I've not seen it. Are you spoil away? It's been. It's it's available on DVD. It's which means it's available to everyone. It's a strange thriller type movie where the first the the first third of the movie, you know, they're setting it up and there's a lot of tension and you're like, what's going on? There's this young, uh, he's a podcast host actually, who's uh, visiting. He just goes and finds weird people to do podcasts about. Wow, early uh, for his time. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then uh, he, he winds up at some creepy dude's house and just, it's like smash cut to old man has turned him into a walrus. <laughs> it's it's what? like I would compare it. It's it's like uh, Kevin was Smith he a Beatles fan is making movies in the same way that Taco Bell invents food items. I assume they're just like <laughs> let's get high as fuck and just see where we land, just see <laughs> see where this road ends. Because I'll, I'm in the middle of this movie and I, again a fan of Kevin Smith's work, and I'm like, this is where we're going with this. Is this this guy was turned into a walrus? We named it Tusk before we wrote the film, so. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, this is exactly Which, what it's we're Justin going. Long, who is it? I saw oh, him yeah, in the yeah, credits. Justin I don't Long. know if I've seen him in the movie yet, uh, but yeah, Justin Long becomes a walrus man who then has to be, escape from. Uh, it's 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 it's, and it's is, messy. Is it, and is it a parody? Did I miss what it's a parody? Um, it, maybe I missed it because <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> There's no direct parody if it's a it. parody or an allegory or some sort of commentary on society, I didn't find any of that. I thought it was just like uh, you know. Uh, a weird mushroom dream of Kevin Smith's that uh, that we were all able to, and, to and watch. 100% not against, mushroom, not against mushrooms. Sure, sure. I Big fan. I've never done the mushrooms. You haven't? No. Oh, what? it's fun. I've never done mushrooms. I, you know, for a long time, I'm the worst. Uh, I didn't smoke pot until my 31st birthday uh, because... Late bloomer. Late. Yeah. Late bloomer. I, uh, I've always been just so dedicated to alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I know. And, uh, and a purist. Yeah. And uh, 
my friends, you know, a lot of them were, were into to smoking pot and stuff like that. I've actually never, now I'm going to brag for a second, never smoked a cigarette. So for a long time, I was like, I've never smoked anything. This body is a temple. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's me and Jesus. That's, yeah. that's what you're saying, right? And so I was <laughs> like, I just don't want to smoke anything. But I also had sort of like a, uh, I understand how I am with uh, booze and partying. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to add that to my life where now I got to do that every day. Uh, and so I was kind of afraid to do it for a while. And, uh, then when on my 31st birthday, some sex barter, this girl was like, yeah, we can do it, but you got to get high with me first. And I was like, okay, well, all of my principles are out the window now. See, this is what happens <laughs> with women. I mean, you're, you're a powerful, well, powerful species. It, it, it turned out that I was really just like, I was fine with it. Like I was yeah. sort of just like, it's okay. I'm not nuts about it. And now I smoke pot like four times a year or something like that. But, but I, no I still sort of have the same uh, policy with other drugs. Is like, I don't want to, my party lifestyle is fine now, and I don't want to add something to it. I don't want to open up some door where I'm like, oh shit, this is the new me. You know what, this this is, is, I, <laughs> I felt this way about many things, uh, and I feel this way, if I may, about uh, heroin, never tried heroin, <laughs> um, never strapped on a dildo. And uh, what else is on that list? Are these in your book, by the way? I'm <laughs> He's like, like, but it's, it's sort of like, you know, it's like that thing about like, I don't need to know that I like this. Right. <laughs> like, I right. don't need to start reorganizing my life about fitting that into it. So, uh, and if you out there have figured out a way to organize it into your life, God bless you. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll figure it out. Yeah. Who knows? Isn't I mean, mushrooms, though, isn't that one where like... If I do it and I don't like it, it's gonna take me. I, it could take a day to get out of it. I don't know. No, no, no. You're like, no, yeah, I'm no. such a freaky yeah, cat. Like four I'm hours of four, four hours of fun, and then three to four weeks. Maybe of, I'm thinking uh, of acid. Is that you're thinking of heroin? Um, oh. Well, I, I'm with you. Like I've never done heroin. I've, I've done cocaine. I hate it, but it smells good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this cheap joke. Nice. Hack. Like it. Hack. Uh, I love mushrooms. I really do. I think mushrooms are so much fun because they're so much fun. Yeah. I mean, they're just... They're very easy. They're, they're very easy. You get a run through. You got to have a good time. Um, Paul, thank you so much. Yeah, By the service way, Paul, at Dirty I mean, Bills. Service at Dirty Bills all of a sudden. I don't have to now. get up now. This is fucking... Leslie, watch out. Watch your back, Leslie. Uh, I, I, I love mushrooms. I'm not a big fan of acid. I think it's just a, too long of a trip for me. I'm, I'm too lazy. Um... I can't do heroin. I, I don't even want to chase the dragon, right? Like I don't. Yeah. yeah. And chasing it, you know, for these who don't know, there's the injection pod, there's the sniff side, and then there's you cook it, and then you you chase that that smoke that comes up. Sure. And it's so much fun, uh, allegedly. But you know that that's the one drug where I'm, I'm terrified because I see the pictures. Oh It's God. like this is me on heroin, and their their teeth are bad. And their toes are, and I have a weird thing. I'm like, I don't mind doing drugs because guess what? Mushrooms never did. They never fucked up anyone's meth? teeth. Meth? Have you done meth? No, meth also fucks up your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the biggest problem with Breaking Bad. Angel Dust. Breaking Bad, greatest television series ever, in, in my opinion. Uh, justified, sir. Je Jesse Pinkman's teeth were so he, he, even though he perfect, even beaten to shit at the end. His face is a mess, but they're like, let's keep his teeth fine. <laughs> the greatest that's lie ever told: heroin and meth will wreck your teeth. 
I don't know what angel dust does besides make you crazy, but those are probably the three jugs that yeah. I'm going to stay away from. You know, from. it's so funny because I remember this was like some myth or perhaps based on truth, but there was like, you know, these stories in high school or whatever, the anti-drug stories. And one I remember was about PCP, angel dust. And it was like, yeah, there was this woman who took angel dust and then she grabbed a pair of pliers and took out her teeth one oh, by Jesus one. Christ. That was like Christ. a story about like, don't do PCP. Don't do it. I was like, oh my God. So wait, they have drugs in Canada they, too? Yeah, yeah. They have lots of organics. <laughs> lots of organics. Right on the west side, I did smoke pot, especially in BC. That was the greatest pot I've ever smoked in my entire life. And really? Like, then I moved to New York and I was still a little bit of a pothead and smoked some New York um, pot and, and even in Toronto. And I was like, not yeah. for me. Yeah. So, well, it doesn't have that moisture. It's it doesn't a, it have was, a thing. It was not There's happy. It's a West Coast thing. It There's, was not happy. So now you, you've got an option as, as a parent sure. and a kid. Yeah. Do you want your kid to drink or do pop? Like if, they, if that's the, if that's the flip of the coin, right? We're, yeah. We're going down a no, road. No, there is a third. There is a third, and the third is what I'm entirely against. Cocaine. No. I Sex addict. I have a thing about pills. Oh I, no, I, no, no, I no. That's pills. a good. Yeah, that's a good. You don't thing. like pills? I don't like. I can't, I don't, Fuck, even, I don't I love like pills. even. I don't. I can't even take an Advil. It creeps me out a little bit. I was gonna. You know, I, I've, I've had liquid Vicodin. I have what? liquid Vicodin, which I, you want to go to Jupiter real quick. You take a tablespoon of liquid Vicodin, you're well on your way, champ. Yeah. I've uh, yeah, I've had surgeries and medical issues and what have you. That have, have, have you done I, the morphine popsicle? I've, or no? <laughs> I've had morphine oh, popsicle. Jesus I love Christ. this conversation. Wait, wait, wait. So you've had a morphine popsicle? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Did you get like a shot of Vicodin? All right. Wait, 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 wait. Did they give you Xanax on a stick? Did they tie off your arm and wait for a vein and then shoot something in there and then they released it and you went, oh, that feels so much better. I do remember this. Count back from 10. Hmm. 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You're out. What comes after like, that? Like, I don't know. Was, the doctor wakes up and goes, you're not a good counter. In case you're wondering, you suck at math. I was going to disclaimer this at the beginning of the episode, but I feel like I've just been fooling you all the whole time. I took a Claritin before this started. Whoa, are you okay? My, well, so You're a drug addict. My allergies are real bad today. Just uh -huh. gross and awful. And yeah, I think I've coughed a couple times that I'm sure are going to make the show. Sorry. Oh, they are. Uh, right. And so I try not to ever take any allergy medicine because... She's it, got double-jointed elbows. It, wor it works good, but uh, once you mix it with the alcohol, that's that's when things... Very bad. Yeah, come off the rails a little bit. Why? So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But yeah, anytime I, I take allergy medicine and then alcohol, I'm like, hey. Yeah, yeah, you Am get, I like, blind to the fact, like, listen, maybe I just don't self-regulate enough. I just assume everything's a little bit better with alcohol. Like, I'll have an edible. <laughs> I'll have, like, some 50 milligram edible. I have a neighbor who's like, hey. uh, so your wife and kid are gone? Would you like a piece of chocolate? I'm like, no, I'd like the chocolate bar. He's like, well, the label says you should have a piece. I'm like, fantastic. I'll take the whole fucking bar. He goes, no, no, no. The label says don't eat the whole bar. I'm like, I've had 12 beers, and now I'd like a bar of marijuana chocolate. He's like, I'll give you two pieces. I'm like, how many pieces are there? Four. Give me four fucking pieces. Of and then I just go to Jupiter. I call give people. Me. I have a good time. I go crazy. I don't have – I don't – I mean, I don't horrible self-regulator i'm a teetotaler right so it's like oh let's have a beer let's have 20 right let's see what happens right uh someone has edibles let's have seven like i don't i don't know when to stop or i mean i know when to start first thing i morning, know when to start baby right when i wake up i know like this morning i woke up and i was like oh what am, 
12 beers last night with the neighbors. I'm the first one up. I should probably have a Red Bull or a Rockstar. Take my pick. I'm like, regular Red Bull, Orange Rockstar, no calories. I'm watching my figure. Let's go Orange Rockstar, no calories. Bam! Again, Jason does not live in a human body. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Yeah. You should understand well, that Jepson is he's do quite yeah, he's quite fit and is well put together. And if this is really the way he, I, he's not from this planet, I'm telling you. So I had that and then I was like, wait, I'm, you know, and beer the next morning makes you super hungry. Like if you yes. drink a lot of beers, super hungry. So then I just I um I have a stash of these off to the side, uh, which they they don't sell anymore, and I'm down to about the last hundred. But um they're a little uh uh, uh, uh they're um like ephedrine pills, but they're, I don't know, they're something that they stopped making that I have. You got some vintage quaaludes hanging around. Some vintage quaaludes. I've got some ludes hanging around. Okay. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to have this. Probably put a hole in my heart, but it's fine. Uh, and I have one of those, and the hunger goes away. That's Paul leaving. He gave us some drinks. He's very kind. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Um, and, he was uh, very so, coy and just tried to say goodbye. I know, he's really quiet. Anything. And that led to me bumping into the mic, just full on slamming it. <laughs> and then the door goodbye. opens. And, and then he, he loudly that... opens the door. And then it was like, yeah, we like could have just said, okay, okay, some bye, WD-40. <laughs> but uh, no, so then I have one of those. And then that curbs the hunger for a while. I mean, it's like, what, it's 2 o'clock. I haven't eaten anything yet today. So no, oh, I guess dear. 1 o'clock. Really? Oh, dear. Yeah. But, you know, the beers are kind of like food. They are. I, I remember when I, mean, I actually moved to New York, I would be like, I don't have enough money for food. <laughs> but I'll get a get drink ticket beer? at a show. Yeah, you oh, get a drink okay. ticket and have, uh, a, yeah. have, a, have, yeah. a, have an adult beverage yeah. uh, and have some fun. So a um, couple things I want to say about yeah, that. I took two pieces of, I did the same thing with the chocolate. Where do you like, what do you like better, smoking or eating? Um, I don't really do either of them anymore. I just focus on alcohol. Um, but that's a good way to live. It's team alcohol, So, but I will say that the I I've never as a controlled right the eating is a controlled substance as opposed yeah. to an uncontrolled substance. And there's something about the controlled substance that I still try much like you to uncontrol. So yeah. it means I'm like a poor candidate for dealing with edibles because I'm like, oh, someone was like, oh, here's one piece of chocolate, and they said, yeah. but I usually take two, and I was like, well, then I'll have two because I can't just be yeah. like, yeah, I'll take this. I'll take my drugs responsibly. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not responsible. I did the, the exact same thing. I said I didn't smoke pot till I was 31. I was 20-something, 8-ish, when one of my friends, we were all at Lollapalooza together in Chicago, and Radiohead was playing. Oh, and I, they were losing their shit, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm really not impressed, actually. I, I was like, what? What's, what, this is the greatest thing we've ever seen? And they're like, smoke this, you'll understand. I was like, I can't smoke. But one of my friends said, if I were to make some brownies would you get high with us yeah. and i was like yeah i just don't want to smoke anything i'll eat your brownies so the next weekend we're at a barbecue your body's a temple sir yeah we're at a barbecue at his house he's made brownies and he and his the two of my really good friends who are in that life they both are they start just with a whole brownie and they're like jason you should probably just have just nibble this and i'm like fuck you man Whole brownie down the gullet. Get it. And then I just matched them brownie for brownie. For, Stop right for three there. Three brownies in like the first hour. And then I'm just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, I'm just sitting in a, in a, in a lawn chair out in his lawn. And I, they we're in a circle and everybody's talking. And then I fall asleep. And I just, I'm asleep. And then I wake up and this girl's looking at me and she's like, Are you okay, dude? And I was like, How long was I asleep? And she says, 
12 minutes. About 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Because like, I could have asked her, I was like, what year is it? I, just, I'm out. Yeah. I had, I had a so friend. Edibles are dangerous, man. Edibles gotta... are awesome. I had a friend, I was in Colorado. My dear friend that's Heather. That's where it is. That's where it yep. is. And my friend Heather, she's like, hey, we should. And so I, we're with two friends that actually have real jobs. And they get drug tested. They're like, listen, we cannot do edibles. We're like, it sucks for you. Yeah. I can do edibles. And so we get after it. And one, we're drinking on this road trip up to a dispensary that's famous for their edibles. Mm-hmm. And we get there and I was like, oh, I'd like some, I'd like your gummy rings. I'd like some gummy worms. I'd like your little five pack of s'mores. And uh, I want your <laughs> Oreos. Um, and let's just, let's top it all off and let's have some fun. And, um, I want your chocolate chip cookies, four pack. I'm like, okay. And I was like, $50. I'm like, here you go. Do you take tips? I'm like we can't. I'm like, ah, oh, that's fine. So I take them and everything says, just have one and enjoy the ride. I'm like, oh. Or I could eat them all. Cause one, oh my God. I'm a fat kid and I love to eat and I don't have a restrictor plate on eating. And so I'm just like, no, oh, that cookie was good. Oh, that no. cookie was good. Oh, well, no. my friend Heather, she's not reading the labels. And she's like, oh, if Jason had a cookie, I'll have a cookie. So she bought exactly what I bought. So yeah. she's been drinking with me. Nope. And now she's eating with me. Terrible. Now, here's the crazy part of the story. And this is where drugs are weird for different people. A, she starts violently throwing up uh. in the back of a truck that I'm sitting with. Yep. So now I've bought my daughter a couple of things. And I'm sitting in the corner in a seatbelt, holding it all and giggling at her and flowing away from her going, I just don't want to throw up on me. That's disgusting. And she's starting to pull over. They're cleaning out my buddy's truck of her throw up. She's sitting on the back end of the tailgate of the truck. And it looks like she might fall or throw up. And I want to, I want to help her. I want to make sure she doesn't fall. I also don't want to throw up on me. And pot <laughs> does this crazy thing, right? It, it, it opens up your vulnerabilities. Sure. And my vulnerability is throw up. Uh, if, oh. if, if I was a superhero and I'm, and I'm Superman, that's my kryptonite. And she would start to go, oh, and I would run away because I didn't want it to touch me or my stuff. Now, I have this beautiful picture of me holding all my stuff, smiling. My eyes are bright red, not from a bad camera, just from being so fucking high. And I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Heather does not. <laughs> She's like, it's a uh, pot's a gateway to her. Like, she lives in the Midwest. She's Republican. She's Assembly of God. She's like, I've confirmed pot's a gateway drug. Wow. And I'm like, pot's oh, amazing. I mean, I had cotton mouth and I made some bad decisions. Like, you know, what's going to help this cotton mouth is some gum. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the gateway. That's, right, that that's, gateway that's to the gateway tea. to me not breathing ever again is all that's a gateway to is dumb fucking decisions. I had a great time. Once again, woke up the next day, felt fantastic, loved every decision I made, and thought it was super funny. She woke up still throwing up, yeah. sick from booze, and also had four cookies, three s'mores, oh, no. four jelly rings, and three gummy worms. Oh my God. That's, that, that, yeah, how yeah. are you alive? I love being alive. Well, that's what they, they haven't, don't they say <laughs> nobody's ever overdosed from pot? I'm like, that certainly can't be true. It's true. There's an amount where the, the there's got to be an amount where, yeah. Down. Your body, your but body I talks think you throw up. Yeah, you just throw up. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you just start to throw up. She threw up. I, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in giving back. I do really? remember after my uh, two <laughs> squares of uh, edibles chocolate yeah. that uh, I was out of my mind high. We went out for a big dinner and I was like, Pucky there charms. is no need for food in my life ever again. I was not hungry. <laughs> and then I had this bracelet uh, that fell off. And I remember just looking at it on the floor being like, that's the end of that. Goodbye, bracelet. I'll see you later. <laughs> I couldn't figure out space. And I was like, I can't wait far. for a homeless person to have this bracelet and just <laughs> yeah, love I it. Like, like I it's loved very you. Far away. The floor seems very far. I don't know how anyone gets there. Like I felt like I was uh, tripping. Like I, I was tripping. Like it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, this this young lady right now. In yeah. case you guys are trying to keep score here, and we've we've gone on a tangent. Yeah. One. Sure. We're two beers Trump deep. So one smart for this movie. Give me, it's the, very smart. give me the forty second recap of what's happened in this movie, Jepson. Good luck. So here we go. <laughs> forty seconds on the clock. Bing. No one timing. Uh, the girls were invited to a senior party. They were thought they were going to go. Their dad and his girlfriend. His girlfriend takes her dad to Niagara Falls. So they have to work to manage the A to Z. As they manage the A to Z. They get a call from the senior party guys who say, why aren't you at our party? Which is not a party. They're two Satanists that want to sacrifice their souls to Satan. They instead say, let's have a party at the A to Z. Convenience store full of booze, full of food. Nice. Let's have a good time. The guys come over. They try to kill them. A Nazi sausage enters the guy's ass as she tries to stab him in the dick and kills him. And that's going to happen again here in 20 seconds. And then we're going to find out how these girls learn about the power of yoga and stopping Nazi sausages from invading Canada. That was pretty good. That was cool. wow. a, an incredible 40-second recap. Also, that I didn't oh, think... Oh, there it goes. There I didn't it goes. And it's in his ass. Oh, oh boy. No. And she's already bored by it. She's like, and listen, right, you're not get getting this. this, champ. Do you understand that I'm Johnny Depp's daughter? For God's sakes. Oh, houses around the world. <laughs> houses around the world. I'm not concerned about your ass. I have been looking at the backdrop uh, in all of this. Oh, here we go. Ooh, there it is. It's pretty good. Out. I like it. I Those like special it. effects are somewhat special. Yeah. I mean, whoa. Hey. And eh. here we go. broke the neck. And it, where, where's the little head? It's going to pop out. Our little Nazi soldier. It does look very dun, phallic. Dun, 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 dun. That looks very That's phallic. how I entered your ass. So this is ass to mouth. Looks like it's By a Nazi style. Right. Who is the sausage? I, I feel like I recognize that. <laughs> Who is the sausage? Look at him going, nine, 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 nine. What's that audition like? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, what are you auditioning for? I'm the voice of a Nazi sausage. Yeah, okay. Do you put that on IMBD? Like, if you I get that role, are you like, hey, IMBD, everywhere. Jesus. Like, we've got a Wikipedia this for sure. Okay. Uh, real, real quick, because it's in the background quite yeah. a bit. There's some pricing things. Milk's ten dollars. Oh yeah, organic why are, milk. Right? Why, why are things so expensive in Canada? Uh, it's because um, I mean, I think the short answer is, and I always hate saying things like this now that I work in a, um, a format uh, <laughs> called public radio and NPR, where people are like, "You said this, and it's wrong." Uh, because <laughs> yeah, this I, is I, not I that. I can't fact check my uh, information. We don't but fact check anything. There's a fun. certain. All the goods, all the goods are a little bit more expensive because a certain portion of that pays for things like healthcare. Oh right. Oh, you guys believe in healthcare? So, but it's got to be just the uh, whatever the the necessary type items, right? Like, That's right. Like milk and yeah, yeah. So it's a little cigarettes. Like if I buy Lucky Charms, I'm not paying any premium on sir, that, sir. Right? Pucky Charms. Or am Pucky I? Charms. Pucky Charms. I mean, oh. you know, it's I I do. There remember. they are. They're right there. They're right there. Oh no! He's full of sauerkraut. 
Lucky Charms and Cheery A's. Although, you know, I don't know what the prices really like are, are like in Austin, but in New York, New York is much more expensive than Toronto, for example. Is it really? Yes. Wow. So just because everything, I guess, has to be yeah. shipped in. Yeah. So it, by, by the way. Did you ever think about moving to like Memphis? <laughs> like there's probably places I know. where you can. I know. Like, I, I mean. Make it feel like you're making a killing. Yeah, I'll make no judgments on your career, but like what you're doing currently and uh, surviving in New York City, if you took that money to Little Rock, you'd be the It'd fucking be queen. You, you, you could rule the world. I know. I have thought about that. Uh, right. Then you'd to... live in Little Rock. <laughs> you'd be close to Walmart. <laughs> Thank goodness. And it is yeah. 24 hours. And it is 24 hours. Stan Lee shout out, by the way. He comes in here as a superhero geek. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, listen, the, unbelievable. So what we're going to learn is that, real quick, um, the girls learn from yoga. Yeah. got this in the recap. Give me another 10 seconds. Uh, that Warrior 1 and Warrior 2, if you do them correctly, can defeat anything. <gasps> What about Warrior 3? Those are positions? Never heard of it. Um, I assume they are, yes. And so these girls are going to use the yoga to beat the Nazis. Which I think... Definitely. If it's not a commentary on society, that we could beat Trump with yoga, I don't know what is. (laughs) So wait a second. You're saying we beat Trump with With the uh, Eurocentric uh, Americanization of a Buddhist practice? I think that's the only way to do things. Got it, got it. I think if you just I think say that's those how Amazon words, became successful. If you can say those words in front of Donald Trump, he he would he would just disintegrate into ash right there at that moment. Nobody wants. You know, <laughs> but you, yeah, you'd never get him out. He would he would destroy you oh, with his laser eyeballs. Here they go. This is a yoga move and slam. That's not. Hang on, that was a yoga move. Well, I guess a headstand. Oh, okay. Of sorts. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's not a yoga move. No. The old broom, the old broom warrior. Oh, here's where we get Canadiana. She's got a hockey stick. That's pretty good. Who, uh, at the time that we're recording this, we're in the first round of the uh, the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Who are you rooting for up here? I don't even know You'd... who's in the first round oh, of the really? Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I, uh, I've been embroiled in some other things. There's like 8% of the people who listen to this show are familiar with my other, other, other show that is a... Sports show ba- oh. based out of DC. Oh, and so I'm forced to talk about the Washington Capitals all the time. I'm sorry and to it's, hear about that. It's currently two to two. Well, no, like I don't. The thing is, I don't know anything about it. I, like I'm faking my way through the entire thing. I know more about this movie that I'm as I'm watching this this fight scene play out. I'm like, what the fuck? How did we get here? I know more about this movie than I know about okay, hockey. Okay, so, who, so who's in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, they're, they're currently everybody's still. Oh, I mean, right there's the 16 beginning. teams okay. still in it. But are the yeah. Flames in it? Um, um, Jason, are the Flames in the... In the no, I'm going to go, no. No. I don't, I don't really follow this hockey. I, this is why I don't know about it, because it's not like anyone yeah. from uh, Calgary's like, you watch the playoffs. You watch the, what are you doing? I, yeah, I directed us off into the playoffs, into the hockey. That was well, no, you, the, that was, I mean, listen, as, as you should. Uh, they well, had like, hockey sticks. They had hockey sticks. And so... One, when you're when you're in Canada and trying to defeat Nazi sausages, a hockey stick is a, is, a, is a good is a good way to go. It's all we have. You know the killer Colleen's now deranged. So their classmates are dead. The two Satanists who uh, wanted to kill them because they're sophomore girls who are virgins. God bless them. Jason's going to pour himself a little shot of Crown. Sure. Well, I'm see. By the by the way, here's here's the fun thing. So what we what you guys don't know. 
uh, is that when when we book this, you know, this is usually Jason's nap time. He gets up at like four in the morning for his radio show. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Thank you, sir. And uh, and now um, he's like, no, I, I want to meet Ophira and I, and I want to do this movie. So I'm going to skip nap time. No nap time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm he says it seriously now. He's like, yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> and and it's our, and our right goal now. was our goal, by the way, was in starting this and in, in, in doing this together was that it, it can't be like a job. Right. I mean, we got to have fun. We got to have fun. We got to enjoy ourselves and and really do this, which we appreciate you coming aboard because this makes it a little more fun. We've never done this before with an extra person. Really? Yeah. No, you're the first three across. uh, It's the first three across. So as listen, there's another the guy. There's a detective. He's French Canadian. I can't understand a fucking word he says. I've tried three times. And what you're going to notice about him, and we're going to we're going to start tracking this. And when, we, when Jason and I did planes, trains, and automobiles, I was pissed that they didn't talk about cabs a lot. They didn't talk about buses a lot. They didn't talk about semis a lot. They didn't talk about all the other fucking ways that got one hundred miles. They're like planes, trains, automobiles. Why do the trains get so much credit in that? Movie? Yeah, when cabs are way more important sure. than buses are. Lifts, Ubers. Watch now that we got the French Canadian back on, and you know he's got a prominent role. Watch his moles move. In every scene you see him, his moles are uh, going to move. Okay. So we got a mole on the yeah, cheek right see, now, right? You know, hard pause. Wait. We're gonna wait. Not here. That that's fine. Fucking oh, moved. Yeah. That's m- gotta moves. be on, that's gotta be on purpose by Kevin. Smith, oh yeah, right. A hundred percent. It's on purpose to drive that's him that good. shit crazy. <laughs> so now while his mole is moving and these girls are in jail and trying to get out and he's going to break them out, um, can you can you tell us about your book? Sex, uh, sex with multiple people to monogamy. Oh, screw everyone sleeping my way to monogamy. Sleepy, yes, yeah, dude. So much more. Eloquent. Sure, sure. So uh, I know it's a it's a pretty uh, salacious title. So yeah, it's basically it's a uh, memoir. <laughs> it's a, it's a uh, memoir. It's a memoir. And, and did your husband edit? No, God, no. I'm I'm a. Well, I don't know. I mean, myself. I know, but you're married, so I'm just yeah, wondering. Yeah, he, he's, he's like he read it. Hey, he knew about it. Maybe we don't bring in Harvey Weinstein. He was part of it. <laughs> Thank, I mean, very thankfully. Thankfully, uh, no Harvey. I, I, don't, I don't have any stories like that. Okay, I'm good. One of, I'm very lucky. Um, but yeah, I yeah, it's just that I, you know, I always like guys. I've always liked the company of uh, men, and I am someone, luckily enough, who I guess you know, my mother or none of my, it was my mentality to be like, there's a soulmate out there, and I'm gonna find the one and fall in love, and that's my goal in life. Uh, I was like, yeah, there's lots of fun people out there, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll experience what that is like and enjoy myself, and maybe one day I'll find someone I want to be with and settle down, or maybe I won't. Who cares? So you didn't, you you weren't, you weren't, <laughs> bur- you you did not burden yourself with one the stereotypical princess prince. Sure, yeah, I didn't have any of that going. Did I fall in love and get my heart broken and all of that? Sure. Of yeah. course, and also not understand when someone I like maybe didn't like me anymore, or things didn't work out how I wanted them to go. Yeah, I mean, I was a dumb teenager and dramatic at times, like many other people. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have my I didn't have my heart set on like that fantasy, and my fantasy okay. was never I never wanted to be either a princess. Uh, or to get married. Did you decide? Uh, nice. Did you decide, man? My life is so interesting. This should be a book, 
or did somebody say, "Hey, you're funny. You should write a book." How, how did that? How did that come to uh, play? You know, basically, I, I started telling some of the stories from my life uh, on stages, performing it. Yeah. And I, a literary agent, was like, "Hey, do you want to?" I kind of write these up and put them together. And from that moment, it took many, 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 many years to like, yeah. kind of get it together in the right shape. I can't imagine how the the, the stress of writing a book. Like sometimes oh God, I just so look stressful. at an email that I'm supposed to reply to for like three days, and I was like, "This is gonna be like a two paragrapher. Dude, I am not. I am not gonna fuck with that." It is today. so stressful. I bow down to anyone who is a full time writer because the stress not only you know, and and there's the success side of it too, where you're like, "Okay, now I actually am doing the project. Now I'm actually writing the book." And then you're like, "Now I'm actually have to write the book," <laughs> and that kind of thing that hangs over your head. It kind of, I mean. I didn't write a university college thesis or anything, so I don't really have that touch points. People are like, oh, it's like writing a thesis in academic. Uh, hanging over your head for the year while you're procrastinating and feel like you're failing yeah. and all that, it's intense. Can you yeah. can you widen the margins in a book like you do with a college paper to just say, okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's 20 pages now. <laughs> it's a real book now. They don't let you do that. Oh, my God. I tried. I feel like I tried everything. They were like, you need to write an introduction. I was like, I feel introductions are ridiculous. They're like, you write an introduction. <laughs> Damn. You didn't let someone, your husband's like, I'll write this for you. No. So did he, Jason kind of asked this, but uh, so I was married one time. I don't want to get, I don't want to, this be a, <laughs> That's the greatest part, that's the this greatest the part of this whole thing. It's third straight podcast where I just dip into this, you know, I was married one time. Character. Uh, but as a, yeah, uh, hosting a crappy radio morning show, there would be times where I would share things and then I'd get home and she'd be like, how dare you? Right, right. And be like, so, you're the one who sucks. <laughs> no, know, I wouldn't do that. But so were there times yeah. where he was like, what? How? Do, what do you can't put that in there? So there, that was a me and you thing. Right. There's not a huge portion of the book that is about him because obviously I'm still with him. So that is the monogamy uh, part. That's the so next there's, book. There's Yeah. Nobody cares about that book. You can sleep with the <laughs> like whole Missionary book. position. <laughs> 20 years. I know, it's like... I, You're I do, welcome. I do joke that, like, you talk about having sex with random guys, and everyone's like, what's that about? Uh, you talk about having sex with your husband, and everyone's like, uh, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, uh, in the bookstore, that book's on on health and wellness. That's where that <laughs> doesn't live in, like, comedic memoir. Uh, but there was, you know, obviously I disclosed things about our relationship through a comedic lens, so it's it has, it's not every portion of it, and there was a chapter that he did not enjoy. Yeah. And we talked about it, uh, and I... Can you give us some light on that chapter? Yeah, it was just that I found... Uh, did I find... I found, Yeah, sure, we'll just keep it simple. I found a list that he wrote of, of all the girls he had been with. Wow. Oh, Long okay. list, short list? I'm just I'm curious. Now I'm super curious. It was respectable, but not particularly long. Okay. Hey, and you found it where? <laughs> found it on his phone. It was, found it in his, you know, his married in the backyard. Right, this is a, very, <laughs> a little bit convoluted, but I'll shorten it down. And it's based Please. on a particular time in technology. I was transferring files of his from one laptop to another, and it was like Windows ninety five to Windows whatever. It's like your mom finding porn on the <laughs> yeah. computer. She's like, Jason accidentally downloaded one picture of a girl's breasts, and the guy's like, Listen, your kid's been jerking off on this computer for <laughs> yeah, right, seventeen exactly. months. Like I had to rename files because the naming file naming conventions had uh, changed and so a file came up and it was called all the girls I've ever been with and I was like oh, uh, thanks God I like all the hokey pokey 
He yeah, just right. had it on a computer that you that you frequently use. Yeah. Man, what now, an amateur! What were an you amateur. on the list? That's... I was. If your name's in the middle, that's a real real fucking problem. Be like, darling, it's not chronological. That would have been worst case scenario. But I will tell you what my problem with it was. So I was the last name on the list, and but there and there was some descriptors. There was like some were not particularly nice. So some were like um, moon boobs. uh, Right, it was like sloppy boobs or something like that. Or or and then there was like great blowjob. There was that kind of thing, and then I was at the end of the list and I did have a descriptor but the descriptor Ooh. was comedian oh oh which if you were a female no one makes right. fun of my dick better than she <laughs> no but you <laughs> but don't you, you, don't, you, don't, comic, you don't say that you hate the word right comedian. you're just a comedian that is yeah. like you're that is like yeah that is uh you know pretty it's like degrading it's very condescending did he know that before I like, don't think so because like, I mean I, I wonder as, as guys who you know I mean Jason, as as a as a comedian, if a woman on on the list credit, called you that. called you a comedian, would you be offended, or is that just is that a female <laughs> genre thing? <laughs> uh, a very you run a funny show in the a morning. Very slight there is no offshoot. So I was married one time, uh, <laughs> and that person playing an ACL um, this year. I was married one time. Is she? Uh, because, uh, yeah, I host a morning radio show that is intended to make people laugh. Calling myself a comedian is kind of a stretch, but I don't know. Whatever. Uh, she somehow, when we were married, found herself. She entered the sketch comedy world. Yeah. Which I don't know. I'm sure if you have experience I've there. I've heard about her, But, yeah. Uh, uh, and she told me, like, it would be really, she's like, it would probably be really good for you to come to, come to some of these classes. Like, it, you would make your morning show better. And she's, that's probably a good point. Ten years later, I would say, good point, Alice. Uh, Allison, I know your name. I, know, your <laughs> I know my ex-wife's I'll look on the papers. Uh, <laughs> but instead, I told her then, I was like, I, I did the worst thing ever. I was like, come on. You guys would be so blessed to have me come. I'm a professional comedian. Okay? Ah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come to your little yeah, rinky dink, your little, little painting class, dog and pony show. Yeah. Your, your, you guys uh... doing skits? <laughs> the guy is like, uh, "What color do you want to paint the boat? You're in the boat. Imagine the boat. Row the boat. Right. Laugh right. at the boat." Right. Uh, no. Yeah. And, and I. Yeah. I probably should have done that. Um, what was the question? How did I get to there? Was <laughs> Would that? you be offended with... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm glad someone's paying attention. No, yeah. Would you be offended if someone called you? If, if in the in the annals, that? if you... The girl you're sleeping with today. Oh, right. If if you got her diary and you're... Uh, the, the Tuesday... Journal. Like, can we say journal at journal? the very least? Yeah. I like diary. Christ. Okay. I, I like I like to, to personify this. It's, I think I'd just, diary. Be, I'd just I be I slept labeled. with comedian... Jason Dick. I just that, be labeled radio you? guy. Comedian would be again uh, uh, when you said it a second ago. I was honored by the title. I was like, oh, nice yeah, name. but comedian. It's like a, a but yeah, the fact that name. yeah, it's, it's 2018. Name. We don't even say that anymore. How dare you? Do you? Uh, so, so the the question is now. Uh, we'll get back to the movie. Pause for a hard, a hard pause here, kids. But um, we're in this book, and we're now we're getting to know a little bit more about our friend here. So. Do you break? Do you walk down the list with him and go, "What makes sloppy boots?" No, uh, you know what? So what? What makes? How come her ass is only wrinkled? 
You know, no. whatever, whatever the weird thing is. But he pointed out, and I, I think a more important question, and I'm not saying I'm above anything that your husband did because I don't know I don't have a list. That you I all put have down lists. On, we all have lists. I just didn't laminate mine and put it in my fucking wallet. Let's teach you. Your husband can spend, your it. husband can find will Jason Jason Camp on on how to maintain your list, <laughs> mental exercises. But did it make you somewhat self conscious at any time? No, no, no. I went I went full oh, force the other way. I oh, was wow. like, okay. I don't know this guy. This is he. This is how he looks at women. He oh, this is so. This is women. early in your relationship. Is, is yeah. Well, I, I felt like I was, um, and you know, I, I I guess this is sort of built into like my psyche in general. I was like, I have been fooled. I thought this was oh, this person, right. but this person is really someone who keeps a list and says things like sloppy boobs. That is not the guy for me. I'm not going to deal with a guy that like de- degrades women. And that's the way he looks at mm-hmm. women. This is truly who he is. Just for the and record, every time out. you say sloppy boobs, I'm getting like ninth grade football shot. <laughs> so like what? Yeah. So evil or or sort of dark or like truly hateful. Was the number. The, the depth of the list a problem for you? Not at all, because my, and if yours anything... Was, yours was deeper. Mine was deeper, was and if say, anything, yeah, I was, I always was sort of like... Just tap on the shoulder, like, virgin. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, I gotta be the one to show you a bunch of stuff? All right. Number two on your list is best blowjob, and I'm, we're gonna fix that, <laughs> yeah, champ. Yeah, exactly. Number two. Could you list them all now? List them all? It, like, yeah. Like, I, I've never kept I mean, a list, and there I know that there's ones that I brag. I know there's ones that I'm going to miss if I were to try and start from the beginning and go. I know. And not because of their performance, just based on my crippling alcoholism. My brain doesn't work anymore. No, I mean, my, my brain doesn't work because of there's one of the, the that copious that amount of drugs that I've done. I, I, can, I, I cannot list them all. Um, I don't, you know, I think it's different, right? So, and not different in the fact that, I mean, one... Societally, it's just there's there's a thing right sure. where, and this is the this is the most beautiful cop out of the the middle aged white American that you can have is like, well you know I mean listing them all is 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 shaming the woman and it's you know you don't want to do that so you get I, I, I get an instant cop out I, if if I'm anyone else in the world you know not listing them all is is not macho it's not this it's not that. I get to say, I'll list them all. But also I don't because of, of two things. One, I did way too many drugs when I was younger. And it, and the fact that I don't have children is outside of the one that I do have is, is, is crazy and dumb. And it's just, if you don't believe in God, believe in the fact that I don't have kids as God saying, not the right girl, <laughs> not the right time, not the right thing. Um, I made egregious mistakes uh, younger. Um, I think I've bought condoms twice, mm. and I have no diseases. I remember sitting with oh, yeah, Leslie. This guy's an alien. He's not. Yeah, not. not and I remember, like, I remember sitting with Leslie and and talking with her and going, "There's parts of me that feel like I go, I'm, I'm almost like a goddamn superhero. Like I've made so many fucking mistakes, and I don't have a herpetologist looking at my dick, going, I can't believe there's not a bump there.' <laughs> herpetologist. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, there's someone going. They respect Listen. turtles. Listen. I know they respect turtles, but they're named after herpes, you There's fucks. There's three in the world. <laughs> There's three guys in the world. They're all in Galapagos going, you're a beautiful yeah. turtle. So, Afira, they have STDs in Canada, too? No. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember the crabs, longest... Crabs, I feel like, is the one that's the most yeah. prevalent. Crabs, yeah. uh, crabs are going out because of women 
cleaning the slate. Oh yeah, waxing. Waxing. It's actually it's actually uh, it's the, it's the first genocide of uh, of the VD is, is crabs. Amazing. And not syphilis. Not syphilis. Waxing doesn't get rid of syphilis. God damn it. No, I mean I remember so uh, herpes per capita. There's more herpes in Portland, Oregon than anywhere else in the world. And uh, when I lived in Portland, Oregon, I remember not having sex for two years. Because you were Because I was terrified yeah. of herpes. And I would... I remember not women, having I would sex have a, for two would, years, but it was because I was fat. I was, uh, and Were you on the radio? Was, yeah, it was right before that. that it was, was just right before the radio? Right before that, yeah. Since then, we never made it two years. Take I, that world. Take right. that <laughs> world. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a weird thing, right? Because you look at it and you're like... I was so, and I was, I was, I was dating a girl here in, in Austin, and I was telling her, like, herpes terrifies me. Yeah. I mean, that the bump on the pay pay, that's a terrifying yeah. thing. I won't risk it, and that's why I didn't have sex in Portland. Like, you don't give me a blowjob, that's fine. I'm not doing anything else. And they'd be like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like, no, no, too many women here have herpes. And she goes, you know, I have friends with herpes. And I was like, <laughs> and I was dating her, and we hadn't had sex yet. And I was like, I'm sorry, do you have herpes? Like, we're gonna stop dating. We're gonna stop sharing food. And and she's like, no, I, I don't. And I'm like, great, just and, and there's no test that says herpes is hot right now. So here we go. But I remember, like, I mean, a week later, I stopped seeing her after that comment, where were, it's like you're defending herpes, like it's everywhere. Who cares? Supposedly it's three or something. I fucking care. I fucking care. I think it's. I mean, sorry for if you listen. If you have herpes in your listeners, give us five stars and then tell me why. Anyone should have sex with you outside you of outside of someone else that has herpes. You could put on a condom. I don't believe that stops it. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe that that stops it. <laughs> I like that. That is not going to stop it. But he was like, "You can blow me with your herpes, which you still totally still can get herpes that way." All right. I don't. I don't, I don't I, need I, to go. All, first of all, now that you've said it, I, I'm, now I'm married. Thank God. But now, if I give, ever get back in the single world, now. My mental, like me not believing in hangovers means I don't get hangovers. Uh -huh. Me not believing that herpes comes from the mouth means mm -hmm. I never got herpes from the mouth. Yeah. Now that you've, now that's entered into my mind. Cold source. That's now I'm going to have like a, virus. I'm going to have a hand job with Astroglide because I don't want you to spit on your hand. That is Horrible. a good, it's 2018. How the fuck do we still have STDs? The Come on, man. It's, it's okay. It's going away because everyone's just staring at their phone. It's going to yeah. be fine. That's so no a lot of, there's no a lot more sex. masturbation. I know it's true because people don't want to connect with another right. person. And, and also, let's be honest, it's like I know what I like. It gets a little awkward. <laughs> Actually, I, I keep uh, you know there there is right material in this, but I was like, oh yeah, I guess I just missed that choking thing. It's never going to happen in my life. I'm with I'm with a guy that also. You're the guy, he's like he's like, <laughs> yeah. I know I know how this goes. You go to Whole Foods tomorrow. Someone sees a bruise in here, and they're like. Let's get that son of a bitch. So I was seeing a therapist one time. It wasn't court mandated. Is this because of the choking? <laughs> but I told her, I told her this awesome, what I thought was an awesome joke, and uh, she did not care for it. Where it, it was just like, it's so hard to meet a nice girl who wants to be choked these days, and she was not into it. And I was like, oh, I thought that was well, uh, that's her sexual proclivity. But I mean, it's so some people are it's really so commonplace. some people really yeah. Three moles, I, by the way. I, three I, fucking I know. There's moles. Like more moles than ever. Doesn't more, do anything for me. Four moles. Doesn't do anything for me to choke Jinx. somebody, but they like it. Uh, yeah, I think we've entered the uh, Tusk-esque portion of the film. <laughs> we here have because are, there's there's fourteen moles. 
Gosh, well, and there's what's the giant hockey stick creature? Oh yeah, that's so everyone that's gotten killed by a sausage going up their ass has been taken down into this Canadian Nazi lair, cut up and turned into a giant hockey meat murderer, mm-hmm. and it's filled and operated by Nazi sausages sure. that are powered by sauerkraut. Yeah, six moles. six moles. God the moles damn are pretty. it! That's pretty sharp. So okay. can I be the last one to the party? Is is the mole guy? Is that John French Depp? Canadian? Yeah, it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Guy Lapointe, isn't that his Guy Lapointe. Someone say my name was Gay. Say what they say what you will about this Kevin Smith film. The makeup is good. I did That's not realize great. that was Johnny uh, Johnny Depp until then. Well, his daughter's it's in really it. It's really his acting ability. He's, I he's, do kind of like this fleshy goalie. He's made up of spines and meat human meat and a hockey stick because he's Canadian and but and Ralph Garman God bless you I, I listened to Ralph Garman for many years yeah. in Southern California I love him to death the fact that he got let go by K-Rock so unceremoniously fuck off K-Rock and I and I love Kevin and Bean I've met them numerous times and uh as I've watched that staff my industry down, fading away is it is it disintegrating in front of our did eyes you not is that what you're saying hear my my, my point with KVU where I just believe that local radio is going to make a comeback Oh, did you because, say that? Because dicks like me on the podcast, we're going to focus more on this stuff and local and entertainment. And there goes Ralph Garman. He's dead. Oh. And that special effect wasn't very special. And we're at seven moles. Oh, um, but left over of him is kind of odd. It is kind of odd that his head survived. <laughs> but you, you, when, when you see all of this, I mean, like I, I told, I told uh, Brian Mays at KB this. I said, hey, uh, at some point in time, right? Cable is going to take over local, but then we got fake news, so local actually became more important because you kind of trust yes, the local person. That's true. And I, and I said podcasting, they're like it's going to take over radio because it's long format and there's there's not all these commercials in between, or not breaking it up, and and that's that's this weird assumption that one radio can adapt. Jason, I have okay. so many pool payments left. I would really just appreciate it if you stopped. Like, don't. No, but I mean, I believe that radio is going to live a lot longer. Oh, okay, good. good. Because radio can and will adapt. A and B in this adaptation of, of life and, and, and where we're going, you have to understand. Like I believe podcasting is gonna be more like a like a Netflix or an Amazon where you take two hours out of your day and mm-hmm. you get to listen to it. But radio is still those people you gotta to go to because you get to meet them. I mean, no offense to me, but I don't think anyone's like <laughs> trying to find me and want to meet the guy no behind behind talking during movies me. podcast. I don't know. But I, but I, but I do believe like Jason, like they still want to meet Jason Dick. They still do. They still want to drink with you. They want to have cocktails. I mean, that's why I met you. Like I want to have cocktails with you. I remember finding you out from the, from the fourth week I was here in Austin, sending you an email, you know, um, comics are the same way. Like you want to find those people. You want to, you want to sit with them because they made an impact on your life. And the difference is between what I believe podcasting is versus what, what, what radio is, is, is quite simple is that. I'm facilitating a place for, once again, you guys on Snapface. Uh, and Let's not give them free advertising until pay. they start to yeah. pay us. Yeah. Sons of bitches. Also, so, songs are only going to be 23 seconds long. That'll be the entire length of... Uh... No, it's, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a weird thing. And, you know, uh, it's access to people, right? Um, I mean, Joe Rogan is, is, is the king of podcasts. He's also the guy that after a stand-up will wait until he greets every single person on that line, which is, amazing. I mean, amazing 
at the fact that he does a hundred million downloads across every format. That's it, adding up every format, a hundred million downloads a month. So at a hundred million downloads a month and he sells out a show and then he sits down and he, he's still accessible. Yeah. I mean, no offense to, to, to Mr. Rogan and everything that he does that, that is breaking barriers and changing the way people think. Um, I don't know that I mentally have that in me oh, to sit yeah. down. I, I want the people to know that when I get 100 million downloads, I will not be talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's it. We're, I that's a pe- I want the people to I'm know come out every that couple after years. shows, I disappear. All right? Because I've got other things to do. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, My is, is limiting herself to two beers today very responsibly because by the time people hear this, it will have already happened. Where are you performing later? I'm performing at, I believe, Antoine's at... Seven. Is it Antones or Antones? I'm sorry. And I believe we call it Antones here in America. Antones? Before we started the show, uh, she, she called it a cozy as well. It's which, a, it's a cozy. I, I it's swear fine. to God, here's your little. Here's I got a cozy little, in yeah. mine. I, I, I drink them fast enough. I really, you need them. You're, You're milking yours. I mean, I'm on my fourth beer of this they movie. They gave me one with a glass of wine last night. I was like, cozy, they gave crazy. You a, really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's I'm kind sorry. of weird. Cozy, crazy. Cozy, crazy. But you don't ever have uh, way too much to drink and then go on stage? Uh, I have. You learned those, your lesson about that? Or, yeah, yeah, those days are over. I used to, I mean, there was like a joke where I was like, lucky, lucky four cocktails, you know, before <laughs> I, I hit the stage. But what happens So is... I pick up my daughter. Lucky four cocktails. Dad's here. <laughs> Who's going to drive us home? But, uh, Daddy. Yeah, now you need addiction uh, is always good. All right, hold stage. on. Where is my thing? Uh-oh. We're going to turn this Uh-oh. up. Uh-oh. Hang on. We're we breaking miss... the rules. We, we missed the end of the... Oh, we're turning oh, this the is sound up. I see. No. This is the Canadian anthem. You can sing. Please sing along. I don't know the words. Yeah, you guys don't know the words. Yeah, I don't, you know what? Yeah. The American anthem is much harder. I just want to say, I still don't have parts of it down. The the words are harder, or what do you mean? Yeah, ours are really simple. I mean, I said, I literally, there's in my notebook, it's like, fuck it, we're playing Johnny Depp, an American girl, sing it. And then, what I love is that if you didn't get it, and your Canadian friends decide to download this episode, give us five stars, um, <laughs> she sings it in French. Yeah. Well, that's what you do when you sing it in an elementary school. You sing it one time in English and the second time in French. Nice. So they end it right there, and you're like, and Jeff dies playing the drums. Who? This is what. Oh, okay, I know that part. And then, oh, we got. Oh, of course we have a glitch right when the someone walks in. Thanks. Jeff dies playing the drums in the background. He purposely flaked on us. He was supposed to be here earlier and he didn't show up. So whatever, Jeff, die. So because I grew up in Western Canada too, there's a cute dog. Uh, you know, bulldog, I, an American I, bulldog. I, oh, English bulldog. Sorry. Is it English bulldog? I think it's yeah. English bulldog. <laughs> that's that's a missed opportunity. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! A French bulldog would have been perfect. <laughs> Come on, Kevin Smith. You pearl dropping wisdom piece oh, of shit. Oh, there is Johnny Depp and his band. And two moles. But uh, I didn't know any French, but you learn the national anthem in the French and you don't even know what the words are, so you kind of just learn these sounds that you string together. Right. I did the same with La Bamba. <laughs> Which is so hold on, now, you, 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 La Bamba and fried green tomatoes, right? No, I still don't know what that means. I don't know. 
We, we only owned two movies when I was a kid. And be excited, by the way, there's a third in this trilogy. Okay, so hang on, which trilogy. one? Well, yeah, we gotta get back to this. Talk to us about the trilogy. All I know is that this is the second, and the third one has not been released yet. It's not Dogma? Been... <laughs> 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 I mean, Kevin it seems good. like Dogma would fit. Good pull. Yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm a professional. Kevin Not Smith, true. I consider a great filmmaker. Let's uh, once we're an hour and a half in, let's get to our intense movie criticism. Uh, listen, we can keep going. Whatever. Listen, the only the only restriction we have is that she has to go on stage at some point in time tonight, oh, okay. right, and close yeah. out. Well, no, this will just be very quick. But all right, uh, Red State. Have you all seen Red State? No. It's now, like ten years ago, yeah. Kevin Smith made a movie that's basically about those cult people, uh, yeah. the Westboro Baptists, uh, those people. Those it's great. Things? It's terrific. They love and Jesus, I hear. He brought it. I, when he brought it to Austin, and I saw it at the Paramount, he was talking about how he was going to make one more movie. He had one more idea, and then he was going to retire from filmmaking. Yeah. And then now he's cranking out Tusk and this, and I was like, oh, you have one more marketable idea. I see, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see, I see what you mean. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I think he a, a lot of his stuff. I'm like, oh my god, are we kidding? How did he do it? Right, yeah. he gets all these amazing people. So the third one is called Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws. Okay. Uh, Moose Jaw is a, a hilarious name of a town in, in Canada. Okay. Uh, and Moose Jaws. So it's supposed to be a a slight parody on Jaws, but Jaws yeah. is a moose. Huh. Interesting. I mean, moose are a violent, violent animal. Oh, and I mean, I they'll fuck up a car. They're kill so you. big. Whatever size you think they are in your head, they they're are bigger. So much bigger. They're you bigger. know that Montana. Yeah, yeah. that's what the listeners' podcast, listeners of this podcast, think of me. <laughs> you're the moose jaws. <laughs> so, you're the moose jaws. He's so much bigger. Than I'm you the hoser. Than I'm just the hoser. I mean, that's what you told the man after the shower. <laughs> you were like, "Listen, he's <laughs> so much bigger than you thought I would." Yeah, edit that part out. That, that part will not air. That, was, that will I'm air. How dare you? What you saw was a fawn. I'm going to say see You didn't blue. see the moose jaws. So I'm just going to let you know right now. What did I say slightly erect? That was, was slightly erect. Slightly they used to call me oh. Tusk. Now I, aspi- now I aspire to slightly erect. That's just... Yeah, right. Exactly. That's a good day, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, this, that's the drinking talking. How dare you, sir? I, um, I remember a friend of mine, he told me this story. And I told him, I said, hey, listen, before you share intimate details of your life, I'm the wrong person. And he goes, no, 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 we're friends. And I go, we're not that good of friends. And he lived in, we were, we, I lived in Portland, Oregon. And he lived uh, with his parents still. And we were in the same PR firm. And I was, uh, was a director in the firm and he was just a a he was much younger than me and i go over and we're gonna go play basketball and i go pick him up at his parents house that's kind of weird he's like he's in his early 20s and he lives up in the attic yeah his four-story house well this is kind of cute you got your own little spot here and i mean you gotta walk past the parents when you come in but you got your own spot he goes yeah he goes i remember this one time uh when i was younger i'm like younger he goes yeah i was like 13 and we have cable and uh I was um, I got a VHS tape of some porn and I put it in and pulled my pants and my underwear down to my ankles and Whoa. there I was and my mom came up and she goes dinner's ready and I grabbed the blanket and I threw it over me so that you couldn't see my naked legs and everything. Yeah. Was, and my mom walked in and looked at me and she goes hey dinner's and then she looked and I forgot that my underwear and pants were coiled around my ankles not covered Ugh. by the blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
You're like, Mom, this is the style now. Actually, the kids are <laughs> all. Just... I know you've heard of sagging. Have you heard this of blanket? Is... Yeah. Have you heard of this? You wear that all the way down and there. She's and like, just the... whatever you want to eat, you can eat. It's fine. And then she left. <laughs> wash and your hands a... first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah wash yeah, your yeah, hands. Exactly. For sure, wash your Matter hands. In fact, wash everything. And, you know, he tells me this as we're drinking in confidence one night. And I'm like, great. And then every time I see him after that, he left the company and went to work somewhere else. And we'd still drink together and play basketball. And every time we were drinking and we were with some girls, they're like, tell me your masturbation story about your mom got you jerking off. And he's like, I told you that in confidence. I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you did tell me that in confidence. I believe I told you I'm a colander. And I do not hold anything back except for real meaty things. And this is just fun for me. Yeah, plus it's not. I mean, in the in the realm of, like, stories that people... That's, like, so Come on. Mild. It's, it's yeah. very Please, mild. stop your nonsense. Yeah. I, I think I... Did I tell you the story about the... Did I tell this on air? I know I told you this. Uh, and I don't mind. Uh, we'll, we'll close with, with... By the way, we're with you. I'm going to tell a story. If you want to close with a, with a story, please do. I get a lot of criticism that I, I set things up only to tell my stories. I'll chime um, in all the time. Please to make chime it sound in. Real long and please do so, and then we'll. we'll I know you've, you. You're a very busy woman. Very and, busy, and, and you're very busy, and you're here actually you not for us, not for us, but you're 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 here for for Moon Tower. So, um, which I keep in my head going Moon Tower, Tower. Moon Tower. It should be a song. You should really do a <laughs> shitty '70s song with it just to make it stick. So I'm I'm dating this girl, and this is 1992 in Montana. And shaving has not been invented. Sure. And there's a we're, reason that goes we're, both ways now, by the way. We're messing yes. around, we're having a good time. And I'm like, I've never gone down on a girl. I'm yeah. gonna try this. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying it <laughs> and she's like, No, you're not really doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. All over the left, all over the right, spell the alphabet, do whatever you gotta do. And then we are and the garage door's opening and my mom's coming up. Now my mom is a five foot two Irish woman who is evangelical Christian, a little right at the sheriff of Nottingham. She's batshit crazy. She pulls up her drawers, pulls up her pants, sits down in the living room and turns on the TV like a pro. Like maybe, wow. like maybe she's not a virgin. Like right. too pro. She's the fixer. She is. She's, she's, she's Mr. Wolf and Pulp Fiction. She is. She, she she's knows how to. too professional. Me, I run into the kitchen, <laughs> oh, far away from her as possible, and I open a Coke. And my mom comes in and she's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, oh, we're just, we're going to watch a show. We're going to hang out, have a good time. And she's like, oh, hi. And my, my girlfriend's like, hi. And I'm like, Anyways, uh, mom, what are you up to? How, why were you home so early? And she goes, oh, you know, I'm just home and hanging out. She goes, I just want to say I've been a sexual maestro from the very beginning. How I've never had an you. awkward moment and everything's been great. Thanks. <laughs> goodbye. I don't believe good that for, for a second, sir. Um, I can't thank you enough, you know, for 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 uh, a couple of guys that you don't know from Adam coming into a bar and uh, all, all the way from you know your Moon Tower and I know you're doing a lot of stuff and you're shopping and doing everything and, yeah, and, and trying and trying to well you you bought your kid a cowboy hat you I did find that. I did um, you know I, I, I really I, I cannot thank you enough for coming. Fun, I... I don't know what we're doing here. There you go. There we go. We're back. So, but um, thanks. Thank you. Thank I mean, you seriously, this is I know. You didn't have to do this in any way, shape, or form, and it's just really nice of you on a, on a, on a blind email to uh, to have a little bit of faith and, and come have some fun and laughs, and I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I really it was, do. it was fun. Nice, nice being yeah. the third. I'm, I'm part of your experiment, right? You're part of a, a great experiment, which I think is going to hopefully help Kevin Smith write a better third movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. but, but also, on, I mean, just, just, you know, in the grand scheme of things, 
when you're hanging out with your friends and you're drinking and you're having a good time and there's a movie on in the background, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, it really is. That's and when I come to New York, um, I, uh, if, if Jason can come, he can. I know he's got a real job and sometimes he can't. But no, nonetheless, uh, I, I hope we get to do this again. And this is not the, the last time we do this. But I really I appreciate it. Too. Thank you. Pleasure. All right. And with that, Thanks. we're out. <laughs>